Befriend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. For some football talk. This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans, and we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's Derek Kennard. Welcome back to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. Hey, what a week in football we had this past week, man. And I tell you, boy, I had some uh, some thunder and I had some blunders out here this week, past weekend. And, uh, you know, just to address some of the major issues that I have concerns about, what about them Trojans? Oh, my goodness, they uh, took it. The uh, Sun Devils took it to the Trojans, was outplayed, outcoached, and, uh, man, just manhandled to a, take you out to the backyard, get a straight up butt whooping, and boy, I tell you, they show later to the to the Trojans this week, and uh, boy, in more ways than one, you know, is the, there's a lot of strategy and things that goes on in the course of a ball game, and I'm aware of that, and boy, I sure had my share of seeing some of the some of the chess matches and plays and uh, the things that went on between the coaches and and how they're maneuvering their players, putting them, their players in a position to win. And, uh, that's what AS, uh, ASU did by putting, uh, uh Vontaze Burfick out there to, uh, to make some plays along with some other guys out there that running back. Boy, they, he sure was hitting that hole out there for ASU. So we didn't, uh, we, uh, did not show up when I say we, I'm talking about the uh, USC came to the Sun Devils and took a, just a one on the chin. I tell you. But you know, <clears throat> there were some other some other things that happened out here this uh, this past weekend in the in the, in the desert. We had uh, Oregon came down here and, and gave uh, U of A as a old fashioned whooping as well. So it was <laughs> that was uh, something that was something that uh, I was not expecting uh, uh, o- uh, Oregon to just. Put it to them that way, but uh, uh, U of A usually play a pretty uh, a pretty stingy defense, and I was expecting U of A to, to to put up more of a fight than that, and that was disappointing to to see. And uh, boy, I sure hope those Wildcats can bring it back soon, and and uh, man, maybe able to say 
gave that man's job down there in the uh, the old corral down there. All right, let's get to some NFL talks, man. I tell you, it, it's just been a up and down deal here ever since you've seen uh, Michael Vick go down with his hand, uh, you know, and you heard and seen the complaints on the ESPN. My goodness, come on now, hey. Did you hurt your hand or didn't you? You know, it turned out today that uh, Michael Vick's hand is not broken. After all the speculations of his hand being broke, it turned out it's only a bruise back of his hand, and it's a contusion that is going to heal within uh, this coming week, and he should be able to uh, grip the ball uh, take the hand, uh, you know, give handoffs and so on and so forth just to get things moving along. You know, he's just going to have to go in and get some ice and some treatment. So <laughs> it's not broken, big fella. Hey, you know, this uh, football, thing of football is uh, it's a funny thing. But you also got to remember that. It, there's uh, hundreds of bones in that hand, so it could, uh, you know, it could they could have... Uh, misdiagnosed that uh, hand by way of looking at it while in the locker room uh, after the x-ray. So there are a number of things that may have occurred. I'm not going to speculate on that. I just know that being in that locker room, we do have staff that are available for x-rays right there on site, right there in the locker room, especially the home locker room. And they get that thing looked at, and they have uh, doctors on hand, team doctors that that are orthopedics, and they see that there is a break, and they uh, go in and say, okay, let the, let the coach know it's a break. Then... Um, after further review, overnight, we find out his hand isn't broken. So uh, uh, kudos for Michael. Maybe you'll be able to save your position with this uh, with this club because, boy, I know for sure that they was probably on the wire looking to bring in another quarterback because him getting hurt is costing them some W's. And right now they're getting behind in the standings in that NFC East. And getting behind in the NFC East is not a good thing this time of the year because it's, it's time to pad it up. And get it going because, boy, that NFC East gets thick, especially uh, talking about getting thick. You got them Cowboys playing the Redskins tonight. Now, you know I got a shovel and I'm digging that. Come on now. How about them Cowboys? We're going to talk more about that a little later. We're going to push on and uh, continue on and um, and uh, discuss a little more about this Michael Vick situation with the referees. Now he has uh, he has just came out and said that he is not getting the calls uh, like the other players or the NFL quarterbacks getting around the league when they get hit after the throwing the ball. And he getting hit in the head, knocked to the ground. He is on the ground every play, and you know just. Uh, just my my professional opinion of this is his offensive linemen aren't finishing their blocks. Yes, he's getting hit after every play. Yes, he's getting hit every play. Why isn't his offensive linemen not keeping these guys off their quarterback? And there, there lies the problem. And it's uh, I, I believe the the uh, the. Uh, 
refs do have to have some sort of accountability and say, yes, we are letting some things slide because we know this is more of a running quarterback than he is a quarterback. But as of late, he's been a pocket quarterback, and this has been his downfall. He needs to go back to being the old Vic. He has an opportunity to run. My gosh, man, run, Forrest, run. You got to get some giddy up in that big in, in, in that offense, man, because they need you. And they need you to put them numbers up for the rushing as well as your passing. And they need that complete game for you for them to be a, be a winner. And I am not an Eagles fan, especially in the NFC East, but you know what? I'm a Michael Vick fan. I like to see him play well. I like seeing the guy play. And boy, when he is on his game, this man can light up the scoreboard. And I love it, love it, love it to see him get, get out there and run. But, you know, like uh, like in the past, he's had some situations where he's been hurt in the past for running the ball. All right, let's move on to another quarterback. You got uh, Peyton Manning as uh, maybe out the entire uh, 2011 season, and uh, you know this this is. Um, it's really sad for me to even uh, announce that, but uh, this has uh, just been been uh, broken to to the uh, uh, to the press as of recently that he uh, may miss the entire uh, 2011 season, and uh, you know this is this is a situation that that has been ongoing uh, since his his deal with uh, his neck over the summer. They should have took care of this thing long, long ago, but with the holdout and all those things lo- uh, looming, there was no way he could get ahead of this, and that's that lies the problem with the uh, uh, Indianapolis Colts having Peyton Manning back for the 2011 season may be in jeopardy. They're talking about putting him on IR. They haven't put him on there yet. Boy, I man, I sure hate to see this uh, season go down in flames for them without Peyton Manning because I, I I love seeing the guy play. All right, how about the Bills and Lions? The Bills and Lions are three and zero in the 2011 season. Unbelievable, huh? Come on now, now I wouldn't have never thought that the Bills and Lions would be. Uh, three and oh, this time of the year, uh, but they are. And, uh, I tell you, uh, just, uh, just looking at that lineup with, uh, Sue out, out there when, the, with the, with the Lions barely beating the Vikings this past weekend, you know, and they don't even have fairly yet. That number one draft pick they got out of, the, out of, uh, 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 Auburn. Wait till they get that fella into the lineup. This, this is going to be a, a really special defensive line. And now you got Matthew Stafford healthy, uh, throwing that ball to Calvin Johnson. Man, they lit it up with him uh, catching the ball with seven catches and 108 yards. And I tell you, man, this is, uh, that they are really starting to play. And, uh, this is a wonderful, wonderful thing to see, uh, out of the Detroit Lions. And then you, you know, you go and look at Buffalo uh, shoot it out with New England. And, uh, man, I just, I'm just amazed at, uh, how Buffalo and, and, uh, this, uh, this quarterback is just having a phenomenal year. And, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick is lighting it up and boy, what a game did he put on to, um, 
to uh, pull out this victory and to beat the New England Patriots in a in a just a flat out shootout game that was totally awesome to see. I tell you, man, this is some great football coming in here this year, and I am so happy to see some new blood come in here and starting to win some ball games. And and uh, you know, I even. Uh, San Francisco is in that NFC West, and um, of course I'm rooting for the Cardinals, but man, you can't help but like the play of how these 49ers are starting to to light up. Uh, You know, they've always had a stingy defense, and now they even become stingier. So uh, they got Bengals, uh, held the Bengals to eight points, and the 49ers still having problems putting uh, putting some points on the board with only 13 points with Alex Smith at the, at the helm, at the quarterback spot. They're going to have to shape it up or ship out, boy, because these Cardinals, these Cardinals are going to give it to them when they come to town. So it's going to be a, it's going to be real good to see this, uh, this matchup here. And, uh, it's going to, the Cardinals are having their problems offensively as well. So it, it's going to be a nice matchup to see, though. Boy, I tell you, there's all the new blood coming up in here. And then you got the Raiders. The Raiders have lit, uh, have come on to the winning scene. And I'm happy to see the, the Raiders come out and get a victory this past weekend as well. All right, we want to take a tic-tac and bring it right back, and we're going to talk more about them Raiders when we get back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. When it comes to youth and high school football, listen each week to Coach Al Gross at First and Ten Football. Coach covers vital topics relating to the latest trend on a national level. Join Coach as he interviews personalities from the NFL, NCAA, and the top high school coaches from around the country. Catch all the interviews and get in-depth information online at www.firstandtenfootball.com. Your national resource for youth and high school football. First and Ten Football is Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on, it will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news, Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck, a no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. What does building a family mean to you? Nobody has experienced the pain and joy of family life in a way that Freddie Scott has. And his experiences in life, in sports, and business can help you create a successful family future. We'll cover many aspects of family building and management with a focus on fatherhood. Men and women want their families to succeed during these tough times. Our show will give you hope for the future and practical tools for a successful family. Tune in to the Freddie Scott Show, Tackling the Game of Life, Mondays at Noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Sports. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball, deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the 
to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you are listening to from under the helmet with Derek kennard we want to hear from you now call in with your comments questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144 one 888 346-9144 or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Hemp with Derek Kennard. Hey, man, I was just talking to you guys about them Oakland Raiders and how the Oakland Raiders just... Uh, Man, pulled out another one. They have extended their record to two and one, and uh, their home record is one and zero. Oh, and uh, they beat the outstanding Jets, 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 Jets. And uh, boy, you know this is uh, this is something that's taking place. That is, um, you, you know, the thing about the NFL. That's why they play on Sundays. You know, uh, your team's either going to get better or you're going to get worse. And uh, the uh, the Oakland Raiders are trying to get better, and I believe that. And uh, uh, this uh, coach has done a wonderful job of putting his players in position to win. And um, I'm happy to see that they they have this leadership. And, and uh, man... You know, but, uh, you look on the other side of the ball, you got Sanchez put up some decent numbers. You know, he had 369 yards, uh, uh, passing with two TDs, one interception. And, and, uh, you know, you, uh, look at the re- the rushing yards of McFadden is just phenomenal with 19 carries for 171 yards. You know, he had a, he's a home run hitter. When he touches the ball, he's liable to go to the house at any moment in time. And then uh, the Jets didn't do bad with Tomlinson uh, for, you know, with five receptions for 116 yards coming out of the backfield. You know, we always know that he can catch the ball out of the backfield and take it to the house. And it's great to see that he, those uh, old legs can still carry the, the, this franchise on his back. And then we have Mr. Campbell. Uh, he uh, threw the ball uh, for 18 uh Completed 18 out of 27 for 156 yards, and he he fared okay. But uh, Sanchez really lit it up, and um, man, I tell you, just the just the interception there cost him. And uh, boy, this is uh, <clears throat> this is something special to see the Oakland Raiders do really well against the 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 uh, awesome team that the Jets uh, apparently have, and this is going to be a character builder for the Oakland Raiders to moving forward in that NFC and that AFC West, and uh, and I tell you, the Jets is going to have to uh, wake up. And stop drinking the Kool-Aid and, and, and reading their own press and, and, and continue to get better. That's what it's all about in the NFL. You got You just can't show up. You got to show up and play, baby, because that's what it's all about. And, uh, and you just don't just show up. You better be ready to strap it up and get it on. Because I tell you, man, this is uh, this the this thing of getting improved uh, improved uh, players uh improving your roster with players as well as improving your coaching staff is uh is a thing that uh is, is taking place all around the league so you better get better 
or you're going to have some teams come in and that uh, that are well prepared, uh, both physically and mentally, by by way of the coaching and coaching staff. So it's uh it's refreshing. All right, let's move on. What's happened to the Bears? I tell you, man. Uh, you know, uh, I work uh, with uh, I, at my school. I have a whole bunch of Bear fans, and all I hear all the time is the is the, is about the Bears and. You know, every now and then I kind of like it, seeing the, the Green Bay Packers stick it to the Bears, but I halfway feel sorry for them but because of the way this quarterback is getting smacked around, well, they're smacking him around pretty good. Uh, and uh, I don't know, and this has been the question all <laughs> from the beginning of the season, uh, will Cutler make it through the season being knocked around as much as he is uh uh, my God, this guy is getting hammered and, uh, he still has uh, managed to throw the ball 21, uh, uh, 21 out of 37, uh, throws. He completed, uh, 302 yards. Cutler has just really, really done well despite his teammates not keeping him on his feet because, boy, they've been smacking him around pretty good. You talking about some, some uh, some snot knocking uh, hits they've been having on him. It's just uh, it's amazing that he's been able to put up this type of these type of numbers. And um, but you got Green Bay. Green Bay is doing really well over there on that side of the ball with that uh, with Rodgers back there at the at the quarterback. He didn't have the numbers that Cutler did, but uh, he didn't fare he didn't fare too bad. Uh, Either he uh, ended up with 28 out of 38, 300, uh, 297 yards, uh, a, a quarterback rating of 111.4. What a great job he's done uh, with this uh, with the uh, Green Bay Packers. But Cutler, the uh, the glaring statistic that stick out is that uh, those two interceptions that Cutler uh, had. So that's that's the glaring stat that really sticks out. So. And then, you know, I always like to, I like to pound, uh, uh, pound and ground, uh, on the ground. So who's winning the time of possession and the, and the, uh, uh, the yardage on the ground? And that goes to the Green Bay Packers with Grant having 17 carries for 92 yards at a 5.4 average. That is wonderful. His longest uh, longest run was about 14. So you know that's that's the type of stuff that wins ball games when you can pound and ground it and uh, not turn the ball over. And that's the one of the key factors of a ball game. And then you look at that time of possession of keeping the ball away from your opponents quarterback that is another stat that I love and some people just flat out just tell you you know what St- statistics is for losers but you know um, I am a firm believer that if you hold the ball more than your opponent does and you win that time of possession and that means you're running the ball you keeping the clock moving they had the ball, Green Bay had the ball, 37 minutes, 29 seconds. And you want to look at uh, the Bears had it for 22 minutes for, and 31 seconds. And there you have it. You look at those numbers. Now you come talk to me about the pound and ground, keeping the time of possession, keeping the ball away from that gunslinger that you got back there of Cutler. 
Now you talking about uh, retaining the ball, keeping their offense off the field and pounding grounded, and you wear defense down when you're able to run the ball. I love, I just love that about football this time of the year. Go on with your bad self. Now I want to touch back on the Detroit Lions. Are they for real? Now let's look at the Detroit Lions and what do they have to face? When you're talking about uh, uh, the NFL and going with, uh, let's see, oh, boy, the Detroit Lions are in that NFC uh, uh, North, and you got the Chicago Bears, Green Bay Packers, and Minnesota Vikings. So let's look and see. Are they for real? What is coming down the pike for the Detroit Lions. Um, you know, the, the Detroit Lions have, uh, have, have played some convincing ball lately, but, you know, it, it can't get no easier for them. But I'm looking forward and saying, okay, here we got next, and we're looking at a 3-0 and Detroit Lions play, uh, playing the 0-3 Minnesota Vikings. And the Minnesota Vikings are licking their wounds, and they're looking for their first victory. And guess what? They think they're going to get one for Detroit Lions, but they just as stingy as they come. And I don't know. Uh, can they do it? We're going to have to see. Now, everybody in Minnesota land is looking for Donovan McNabb's head. Now, when you want to bring him into the picture and talk about the Detroit Lions playing the, the Minnesota Vikings this coming week, uh, this Sunday, come on now. Mac Daddy not going to lay down now. He is a player. He is a gamer. Uh, and I know he's going to show up and rectify all these wrongs that has, has occurred over the over the years, uh, over this past few years that he's had, he's got to right his wrongs and uh, resurrect his career in the NFL. And I got faith in him that he's going to do that because, uh, you know, I thought this man has been a winner his entire career. And uh, going going and looking at uh, Syracuse and Pitt moving over from the. Uh, uh, what is it, the Big 12 and trying to move to the ACC? You know, hey, yep, they're trying to move. They're trying to follow the money, and there they go. I said, who in the heck do I know that ever went to Syracuse? And I thought about Rob Moore, a former team, uh, not a teammate of mine, but he's a former Cardinal, and this fella is uh, one one heck of a gentleman and uh, uh, a heck of an announcer. I was shocked to see him leave the announcing business here in Arizona and go on up to the – uh, that uh, that northeast tip up there up in Syracuse to to coach with the Syracuse, and that's where he is. So I tell you, uh, now who else played for Syracuse? Donovan McNabb didn't know that, but that's a a little a little uh, trivial deal that you might want to keep under your hat because you may do may win something one day when we present that to you. All right, now let's move on. Uh, we have also Minnesota is also with uh, 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 Frazier, his coach is looking down, uh, looking down to see if McNabb will he gonna keep him or we gonna replace him, and uh, I think Frazier is gonna go down in flames with him. He is not gonna gonna take the 
uh, give the reins of this team to another quarterback when, when, when McNabb has been capable of carrying a franchise on his back his entire career, meaning the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles. We have yet to see him do that since he's left the Eagles. So he's going to have to, he don't have to pony up because, uh, them, them fans up in Minnesota land, uh, they want to see some W's and they're not used to it. And you can see the disgruntled players over there on the, on the bench. They want to win, but you gotta play sound football and you gotta play within the system. You can't be a loose cannon doing your own thing. It's a team sport, fellas. Rally behind this young man and, uh, well, I should say old man and, 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 and give that man the confidence that he needs to, to, to get that ball and keep moving them chains so y'all can put together a wind up there in Minnesota land. All right. We want to take a tic tac and bring it right back and we're going to talk more about these Steelers and see what's going on in, uh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> flagship station for sports voice america sports this is it sports is an engaging talk program that includes you the experts and sports all moderated by coach carl hargrave we'll talk about what's going on in the general sports world collegiate and professional take a look at youth-oriented sports athletic development and sportsmanship faith and where it has its place in sports along with a lively discussion with coach carl every week Tune in to This Is It Sports with Coach Carl Hargrave every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7trey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. Hey. Well, we are back. Want to uh, touch on these uh, 
Pittsburgh Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers is, uh, you know, they, they've gone through their struggles and, um, I tell you, you know what? Here it is. We have the, uh, the Steelers playing Indianapolis and, um, um, you know, and Indianapolis is just not the same without, uh, their, their leading quarterback, Peyton Manning and, you know, some disturbing news is coming out that he may miss the entire 2011 season. They're thinking about putting him on uh, injury reserve for the remainder of the season, and uh, that's disheartening. So I'd like to see him come back, but, uh, you know, he's got to do what's right for his body. If he's not ready to go, he's just not ready to go. It's, uh, you know, and that neck is not nothing to play with, especially when you're talking about the neural system and the uh all of the nerves endings and everything that connected with the necks and uh you know he's got to live without uh, beyond football so and who else would know better other than myself but with Pittsburgh facing the uh, staring down the Houston Texans that uh you know they're they're not a bad ball club themselves and uh you know and uh, I tell you man the Pittsburgh Steelers it doesn't get any easier uh, uh, with Houston, cause Houston has a, has a, has a nice ball club down there, and, uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a di- uh, a doozy down there at the Reliance Stadium, uh, in that dome, and I tell you, man, this is, um, they're coming off, they're coming off for that, uh, loss against the New Orleans Saints, and, you know, they're gonna have to put a win together just to, Get their act together, cause they're both, uh, they're two and one, and then you, uh, coming off a loss to the Nolan Saints, uh, boy, them Saints, boy, they just, boy, they just, uh, them Saints, how about them? Alright, let's move it along now. I wanna, I, I, I talked about the Minnesota, Minnesotans having Frazier, want, they wanna go down in flames with McNabb, cause he's carried the ball club. Uh, he has a history of carrying the ball club on his back, but, you know, he needs some of his teammates to help out. He needs a little help with that. So come on down there in Minnesota. How about them Ravens? You know, the Ravens, uh, boy, you know, everybody know about that defensive, uh, the defensive front of theirs and that entire defensive roster is, uh, is awesome. But, uh, you know, uh, when you talk about the Ravens, all you could think about is that Fierce defense that they have, uh, staring down the opposing offenses and, uh, and you know, they just uh, never disappoint you with, uh, with their defense. And right now they're two and one. They played the St. Louis and they came out 37-7. They, they romped St. Louis, uh, with that stingy defense and, um, you know that's uh, that's the marking of a of a of a true champion is to is to uh, win games with your defense and uh, offensively apparently they put up some good numbers so you know you look at uh, the box scores uh, Baltimore scored 21 points in the first quarter St Louis didn't do anything and uh, six points uh, by Baltimore in the in the second quarter and the field goal in the third and another touchdown in the fourth. Uh, that pretty much sums it up, and um, you know that, that's the that's the that's the the deal that uh, really really uh, helps out the Ravens. Now, I also want to touch on uh, something that happened with the Baltimore Ravens. A uh, 
I don't know if any of you remember. There was a guy that uh, was hit in the eye a few years back uh, with a with a flag by the referee, and uh, yeah, uh, Orlando Zeus Brown died at 40, and he was uh, uh, unbelievably a humongous man with a big heart. But you know, he uh, he passed away, and uh, I, I sure hate to see see young young man. Uh, Go so, uh, boy, that's a that's a that's a tough one uh, in the the world of the NFL. You know the guys are leaving us too soon, and we want to take care of the health of some of these young men by, you know, having them take care of both their their hearts, uh, hearts, bodies, and minds. And you know this is unfortunate, and um, and he's gone and left us too soon. So. You know, hopefully, hopefully, him and his uh, all regards to his his wife and family, uh, and uh, hope all is well with them. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be a tough one to replace in the family. So, all right. Now, uh, with all that said, and, and me giving out all that sadness, I want to bring it back to Arizona. The the Cardinals uh, failed to put up some scores, and I tell you, uh, every time we bring up the Cardinals, I got uh, I got some guys here. My uh, Matt, my my uh, my engineer Matt, he always say, "Why you why you hate on Benny?" Well, Benny got to do something to, to make me say something good about him. Come on now, I'm not talking about Benny. I'm talking about Benny Wells, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, first round draft pick, young man, I want to see him play ball. Come on. Now, Benny, uh, he got off the bus here as a, as a rookie. And of course he, 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 uh, he hurt his ankle getting off the bus. Okay. We, uh, we getting ready to roll. And then of course he spent the, his, mostly his entire rookie season hurt, uh, whether it was, uh, uh, a thumb, a hand, a foot, ankle, it was always something. And now here it is last year. He spent, uh, most of the year injured as well with, uh, with ailments with his, uh, legs and or arms. And then now, right now he's got a hamstring injury. So, you know, uh, Benny, Benny has got to put help this ball club out by way of carrying the rock and, and and doing it well, and that's what I've been wanting to see out of this young man. Uh, and I want him to prove me wrong because what happens is this: you stand next to this six three, two hundred thirty pound man. He is a specimen. Now I want to see a man up and start just running over some of these DBs and straight arming some folks and doing the things that I know he's capable of doing. That's all I'm asking for him, Matt. Come on, baby. Get on board. I'm telling you, quit drinking the Kool-Aid and understand what's going down in the town. This young man's got to start help putting this ball club on his shoulders by way of carrying that ball and doing it well for 120, 150 yards plus per game. And, man, getting yourself into the Hall of Fame by being a great running back out of the Ohio State Buckeyes and uh, putting this franchise on his back so this quarterback don't have to do all the leg work for you, big fella. Come on now. Now, uh, that's what I have. But you know what? With with this being a passing league, you, you know, that uh, all that – 
all that uh, pound and ground stuff is is pretty much out the window in the NFL. But boy, you could be a pacifier for your offensive team if you're able to run the ball and help and run it effectively by way of helping your team and uh, and pound and ground it and get that and, and keep that opposing team off the field. And that is the. Uh, that's a big deal for the Cardinals right now. They may need to give that their defense a break as well because they're spending a quite a bit of reps on the field and doing all the all the grunt work when they should be the one out there on the field pounding and grounding and and, and yeah throwing the ball up there to fits every now and then. But good lord, I like to see. Them tight ends get in the ball game by way of uh, catching those balls that's thrown their way because when they do that, that just opens things up for Larry Fitzgerald as well. So, you know, there's a lot of things that you can look at uh, the film and say, okay, this we can do this better or we can do that better. But um, when it comes down to it for me, I want to see Benny Wells get his carries and I want to see Benny Wells Carry the ball well, and I don't mean just carry well. I want to see 120, 150 yards a game. I think this man is capable of doing that, but you got to distinguish between when you're hurt or when you're nicked up, big fella. This is the NFL, not for long. You got to get it right and get it tight, big fella, because, boy, they'll show ship you out of here in a hurry, man, and if you don't get that thing right, and I want to see you be productive and become that Hall of Fame player that I think you can be. All right, let's move it along, and we're going to talk a little bit about these. Uh, Mr. Gore, Frank Gore, uh, will play against the Eagles this weekend. Apparently, he's been uh, injured, and uh, uh, and, he, and he's going to come out and play. I know he held out uh, the entire offseason, and now they're saying he's going to play. And, uh, yeah, I've been looking for him, too. So, yeah. <laughs> Boy, I got it out for these running backs because they're trying to eliminate the running back altogether in the NFL. They're making this thing a complete passing league. And, boy, if you don't be careful, we're going to have this thing. Uh, we, we're going to eliminate the running backs and, uh, and offensive linemen altogether. Just make this a straight-up passing league, seven on seven. Boy, that's the direction it's going. All right, I want to touch quickly on the uh, Sanchez uh uh, the New York Jets Sanchez quarterback, uh, Mark Sanchez has broken his nose and Cromartie, uh, has a, uh, has a bruised lung. So that means he's been hit in the, in the rib area where he has, uh, has, uh, you know, having some problem breathing. I don't know if you've ever experienced anything like that before, but if you ever have, when you bruise a rib or a cartilage in your rib, you there's a problem breathing because all that stuff is all next to your lungs. And when you can't breathe, big fella, you can shut a brother down when you can't breathe. <laughs> oh boy, you want to talk about pain. That's some pain, big fella. And um Speaking of pain, we got we got Mr. Romo. He kind of played tonight with them ribs, and then you know, I'm pretty sure the the Redskins they all lining up to put some barbecue sauce on them things and and chop chop, boy. I tell you, all right, Titans. Britt, he has torn. This wide receiver is an excellent uh, excellent wide receiver uh, for the. Uh, Tennessee Titans, and man, I sure hated to see this young man go down. He has torn his ACL and his MCL. Uh, didn't want to hear that bad news either. I was hoping this morning that I would hear something different. 
but he has torn his ACL and MCL, so he's lost for the entire season. And man, what a promising career! Hopefully, he comes back. And uh, with today's technology and medical medical field, it's uh, it, it, he should do really well by coming back on that injury. All right, we have the Dolphins, Pirano, in a tough spot at 0 and 3. And you know, uh, here we go again. You want to talk about? Uh, 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 winning and you want to talk about winning and, and are living and dying by your running back? Yeah, here's another one. We got uh, Reggie Bushes down there in uh, in Miami, and you have a situation where the coaches, uh, the coach needs you and your team needs you, and uh, here we go. Come on now. Reggie Bush, you got to show up for these pay, play, uh, people and start showing up and playing and playing well. Why? Because they need you. What's happening down there in Miami? You gotta run the ball. You gotta pass the ball. He is effective in both of, both running and receptions of the ball. So, you know, you're gonna got to get him involved in their offense. They got the, they in San Diego this weekend. So this is gonna be a, this gonna be a good one. And, uh, man, I tell you, uh, they, they gotta get Reggie Bush involved into this offense in order for them to be effective. Yes, sir. If you don't get, uh, Sper- you know, I, I, you wanna ask me a question about Sperano getting this, uh, is he in the hot seat? Yeah, he's in the hot seat. You gotta make some better decisions and, uh, and, uh, incorporate some things in, in, uh, getting him involved into your offense. And when you do that, uh, good things are gonna happen to you because he's, uh, he's effective at getting, at helping you get that ball downfield and, and, uh, man. Oh my goodness. All right. Reggie Bush was probable, uh, um, oh boy. So he's on the injured list as well. So I'm not sure what's the what's the extent of his injury. So I'm I'm just trying to scroll down and figure out what is the problem. All right, let's take a tic tac and bring it right back for our last segment. We're gonna talk more more football. We're gonna talk about that collegiate thing, baby. Flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Listen to Sports Talk at the Positive Pub every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Gil Tyree talks to sports newsmakers, playmakers, and story breakers. You, the hardcore, interactive, and novice fan, can join the show via your phone calls and emails. Sample what's good, right, and positive about the world of sports every week. Begin your week in a positive way with Sports Talk from the Positive Pub. Be here every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. 
Yeah, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. Hey, we just... Uh, Wrapped up the NFL roundup uh, uh, with the, oh boy, what did we wrap it up with? We wrapped it up with the San Diego Chargers uh, getting ready to line up with those Miami Dolphins. And I tell you, you know, moving and transitioning into these, this major uh, college football, it's, uh, man, I tell you, I can't believe that the AP just bounced LSU above Oklahoma and wow, that's a, that was a shocker to me today. Uh, uh, that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, bubbled my snot on that one. I wasn't expecting that. And uh, of course, uh, ASU, it rounds off the top 25 at, uh, at 25 and uh, while beating, uh, USC this year, this past week. So, Wow, this is uh this is all right. I guess uh you know, uh, uh I don't see uh ASU on the top 25 on the USA today poll, but yeah, and the USA has Oklahoma still at the top. So, wow, what a contrast we have here on this uh on this take on this. So, wow, and then we got Boise, Boise and 5 over here at the USA and uh they number 4 in the AP. So, I believe the press really looks at that AP when opposed to the USA, but that's the one everybody looks at. So that's what I'm going to look at. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, and then at the bottom of here they have USC has dropped from the 23 out out of the rankings. So, okay, we are, you know, this is still early in the football season to look at uh, to look at all this stuff with the NCAA football is uh, still alive and well, and uh, you gotta you gotta understand that these these super these super conferences are about to shift and take place next year and the following years to come, and there's no one governing them to say no to them about them switching over and making the change to go over to these other super conferences and you know the Pac-12 I think is going to grow into the Pac-14 by next year or the following year and uh with uh with uh, uh Oklahoma and uh maybe even Texas coming over but this is going to think uh this things are about to take place so we're going to we're going to see and uh I tell you man this is uh this is something special to see um to see these uh these Pac-12 it's just even hard for me to fix my mouth to say the Pac-12 when uh I'm so used to uh, saying the Pac-10 and and this SEC is still being the dominant uh the conference of all of uh, collegiate football the SEC is the it, the championship is going to have to go through the SEC whether it's Auburn 
LSU, Alabama, man, Georgia, they all have some really, really good teams. And then you're looking at Florida's coming back into the scene. And, uh, you know, nobody's even, uh, nobody's even brought up, uh, Florida State and, uh, the mother cats that, that, that are down there. Boy, it's, uh, it is going to shape up to be a wonderful, wonderful season. I can't wait to see some more football. And, uh, coming up, I want to see some of these schedules that's coming out right now. And, uh, I know that, uh, we have, uh, let's see, what do we have coming this week? Uh, geez. Oh boy. Yeah, we got, to, we, we have, we have some, some scores from this past week where Michigan beat San Diego State. You know, that was a, that was a barn burner with Michigan just, uh, stomping down San Diego State and then Notre Dame, uh, barely beats Pittsburgh and, I thought Pittsburgh had it in the bag, but uh, uh, Notre Dame uh, pulled it through. And, uh, of course, uh, Temple beat Maryland uh, 38-7. to And Boston uh, Boston College, uh, the B.C. just killed Massachusetts uh, 45-17. to I know that, they, that's a little rivalry there down in there. And uh, uh, just a bunch of good, uh, great ball games this past weekend that uh, – and some stomp downs, you know, with, uh, with South Florida beating UTEP 52-24. You know, there's those stomp downs right there just really, really, uh, <laughs> really make you look at your matchups real closely and say, wow, what the heck happened there? And, and then of course, you know, this, uh, this, uh, this thing that happened down here in the uh, ASU with the USC getting killed by the, uh, Arizona Wild, uh, uh, Sun Devils. So I'm going to set the Wildcats on them, boy. And then we, uh, rounded it off with the Hawaii beating 56, beat UC Davis 56, uh, 14. And, uh, man, shame on them beating up on little old UC Davis and, uh, out of Hawaii. Yeah, come on now. You yeah, can't do that. <laughs> Who makes up these matchups out here? I can't, I don't understand, but I, yeah, I know everybody needs a cupcake every now and then, but, you don't have to call, call it on UC Davis to get your, to be your cupcake. Um, uh, hello out there, you, you schedulers out there for the NCAA. All right. Now we want to say, get, get a few tap-ins for Pro Edge Performance. Uh, please check out Pro Edge Performance. Get your kids worked out down, down in, uh, South Chandler and at, uh, uh with ProEdgePerformance.com and, uh, look at the schedule and see what, uh, what fits you and your needs for your, for your, uh, your healthy body and then you also have kids at hope academy where we have alternative education for some for for kids and of course we have popwarner.org is uh, we have our pop warner kids out there this year uh, putting it out there on the line for their for their uh for their teams and boy i, saw, I had an opportunity to see some really good football this weekend so well, I get my field of football during the football season, big fella. I tell you that. And it's a, it's a wonderful thing. I can't get enough of that funky stuff. How about that? All right. Now we want to bring it back next week and we're going to talk more football with you, uh, from under the helmet with Derek Kennard here at voiceamerica.com. Check us out, baby. 
Thanks for joining us for From Under the Helmet. Derek Kennard will be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from under the helmet. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.